You are listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast with Dr. K, episode number 20, Food and Beverage, with Rebecca Ellers interviewing Taylor Graham. Welcome to the Extraordinary Events Podcast, where we aim to educate, inspire, and empower individuals who wish to design transformational experiences. Now, your host, event education champion, Dr. Kristen Mallett. In the Intro to Events class, students have to show mastery of the design thinking process. Students are able to show this mastery in a variety of different ways, such as designing a training video, a game, or even a podcast. They are able to choose any topic and organize their activity in any way that they want, as long as they follow this design process. These student-created podcasts have offered so many insights into what students are thinking and experiencing that I have decided to take two Thursdays a month to feature these works of art. I hope you enjoy today's student-created podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Rebecca's Thoughts While in Quarantine. This past week was not that hectic, except last night where I thought I had bed bugs. Thank goodness I had an extra room with sheets and blankets to sleep in and an exterminator right next door to come take a look at it and treat it right away. Got me thinking about hotels and how they must have to handle all those scandals and requests for free room nights because of a small bump on a guest arm. I did some digging, though, and found that they do intense searches once a month from a professional exterminator, and their housekeepers are trained to do them daily. This doesn't lead well into today's topics, but it is still in the hotel bracket. Of things. It is common for hotels to host events such as weddings, rentals, dinners, meetings, and such. Those events and meetings need food and beverage options. Today we have Taylor Graham from the Cornhusker Hotel joining us to talk about his experience at the hotel as an events bartender. Taylor previously worked at the Marcus Grand Cinema, also downtown as a bartender, for one and a half years. Alright Taylor, thank you so much for joining us. Before I continue asking these questions, just know that this podcast is available to the public to listen and learn from your experiences. Let's dive in. Why did you pursue the job at the Marcus Cinema? I got the job at the theater because I lived downtown. It was close, within walking distance, a five-minute walk, and I needed a job. Perfect. And how did you receive your current job at the Cornhusker? I had gotten word from my lovely girlfriend that they were needing bartenders, and so I had gone to the Marcus Careers website and applied. Perfect. When was the last time you worked an event at the Cornhusker, and what was it? Um, the last event I worked was for, was supposed to be for like a bar association thing, but like an hour or two before the event started, it got canceled. Because this was March 12th, just like on the cusp of when everything started just canceled. When you were setting everything up, walk us through that. So yeah, so how my setup goes is basically I clock in, I go to the banquet office, I grab my EO, my event order. It'll say the amount of people for my event, where the event is located in the hotel. So then I go downstairs, grab the appropriate number of Rocks glasses and wine glasses, transport them to my bar station. I have a mobile bar. I then polish all the glasses. I then will grab ice from my bar, extra ice for tubs that I will be storing my beers and white wine in. I then go up to the storage room. I grab my liquor cage, which has all the liquor I should need for my event, and then my beer cart, which I have my beer cart and my mixies, then set up my bar how I prefer. Perfect. And then do you have to take it down as well? Yes. I basically do everything in reverse just with the added step of I have to do counts of my beers and then like soft counts of like the wine saying like, oh, it's like 0.7 of this bottle left. And then weigh out the spirits, put them all back in the storage room, put the clean glasses back where they found them, dirty ones the servers take to the dishwasher and walk down my bar. Perfect. So how long does the setup and takedown take? Um, depending on the event, the average, which is 100 to 200 people, and depending on the room, hour and 30 minutes. So, since you've been working at the Cornhusker for about a year, 
What was your favorite event at the Cornhusker? Per the people, probably one of our event staff, Emily's wedding. Um, just because they were a little more fun. And it was also co- seeing coworkers. I had worked this... I usually work this thing called Dinner Detectives. It's on Saturdays. Private party will rent out this company where they do this like murder mystery thing in between each meal, a full course meal. It's really fun. I love the people that do it. There was one event specifically for a private party that I got 20% of their bar tab and they had an open bar. Was there an event that has ever gone terribly wrong? Nothing went terribly wrong for the event, but per the hotel side of things because there's a huge communication with... There were six bars for this event, five in the atrium, and one out in like a private room for VIPs. On all of our EOs said host bar when only the VIP rooms would be host bar. For the first like two, two and a half hours, we were all serving just free drinks when only one of us was supposed to be serving free drinks. How did all six bartenders know to then start charging people? A higher up had brought it to my attention who actually was at the event. I brought it to my uh, manager's attention. We then were communicating in talks with like the salesperson who did the event. Kind of kind of figured out she was running around telling all five of us in the atrium, hey, start charging, we'll get you money here soon. It's crazy to see how one miscommunication can lead to an example of great communication between all the bartenders there. Over the past three years, what is a lesson that you have learned while being a bartender? While being a bartender, it's to always serve with a smile. You're always going to encounter people. It could be they're having the worst possible day, but if you serve them with a smile, you can make their day. What advice do you give a new bartender in the events world? There's going to be less desired events. There's going to be some rude people get through it there are events that down the line that will be worth it do you have reoccurring guests at all either at the cinema or at the hotel so i've had a guest at the hotel where they would be at one event and then three weeks later be at another event and then they recognize me like hey can i get this drink you made it for me last time here and i was like oh yeah i remember that don't worry i got gotcha. you i mean i've served pete ricketts like four or five times at different legislative events uh i had one lady she wanted something str- with red bull that wasn't just vodka and given the selection we have, I told her that I could make her a Vegas bomb just without the Malibu. So, uh, Crown, a peach liqueur, we have peach tree, I think, and Red Bull. And so I did that for one event, and then like three weeks later, she was at another event. She's like, hey, can I get that makeshift Vegas bomb again? I'm like, yeah, sure. I remember you. So we hosted their end of the year senior banquet. <laughs> As I was closing, all of our liquor in a, this like giant like metal cage. While I was closing, my vest got caught. Scott Frost had to unhinge me from it because he was at a table by my bar. Would you ever consider working in another aspect of events such as banquet server, restaurant bartender, anything else in that field? Um, I'm pretty content with banquet bartending right now. I mean, it's pretty lax hours. It's super easy set up and tear down. I've kind of moved past that restaurant atmosphere. I've already been in a restaurant before, and I don't really want to have to relearn like menu items and stuff like that. Speaking of study materials, do you have any to be a bartender or does it come naturally? I mean, it's certainly not naturally. There are books, and stuff, a lot of books out there you can read and kind of touch upon. I mean, I really just kind of learn the basic drinks as I don't have a whole selection at my bar. One final question for you, Taylor, before you head out. Why do you continue to pursue bartending? What makes it click for you that makes you enjoy doing the job? I just love being in a position that is easy to do. The job really takes care of me in terms of benefits. I meet a lot of people. I mean, like, I love being social, and I that's why I love being a bartender, is talking to people. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Taylor. Thank you for joining us today in our food and beverage topic. I'm sure the people out there learned the importance of bartending at their event and why your job is more difficult than it seems on the outside. No, thank you for having me. It's been fun. One of the saddest parts of taking the student-created podcasts and putting them on this podcast 
is that oftentimes we remove the beginning and the end music, so that way I can do an intro and an outro. Rebecca had some amazing music on her podcast, so maybe I will post it as a behind the scenes on our social media page. I want to take a second just to remind everyone that we are changing up the Tuesday podcast a bit and trying out some of these lessons with a co-host. Next week, our discussion on Tuesday will be about mindset, particularly my mindset, which is something I hear from my students and industry partners a lot. Then on Thursday, we will have an industry interview with one of my former students from years ago, now an industry professional who has the most epic stories to share and hilarious stories to share. And I don't want to give anything away, but you definitely want to log in for that one. I want to thank Rebecca Eller so much for this amazing student-created podcast and listening to our podcast. And thank you all, dear listeners, for taking the time to make the time. I'll talk with you next week. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Events Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode.